BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I am delighted, overjoyed and ecstatic to be sitting here with my girl, Original Recipe, Morning Toast. Happy Monday, motherfuckers. Original Recipe. Hey, Claude. It's so great to see you. I feel like we're really getting back into a schedule, and I actually have some programming news that mm-hmm. I'd like to share with the class. Because huge. Even though like it's huge, but people, there will be a group of people who are utterly disappointed. <laughs> there will be. But Claudia put out the schedule for this week of the Toast. We're only doing shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because your girl is performing at MSG on Thursday. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And Ben was supposed to be here tomorrow, but I realized tonight is the Met Gala. Your girl, me, needs to be here tomorrow to break down the fashion hogwash that we're about to see. Obviously. So Jackie is here Monday. She's here Tuesday. Wait, oh, she's here Wednesday. So three episodes, Jackie's here. And yes, apologies for the... The Ben stands. For the Ben stands, but also for the short week. But for those who may not know, Thursday is my final show of this tour. And it's in New York. It's at Madison Square Garden theater and it's going to be sickening so i'm not going to do a show the day of obviously i like really need to prepare and then the next day like i will be hung over into oblivion so i just don't think it's wise to no you need you don't perform at msg and then like go back to your podcast the next day you know i'm too to- good for this podcast you're kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You need to decompress. It's yeah. also Snitch's birthday. It's just like a big weekend. There's no way that you would be performing. Like, it's just not happening. No. So, also, for me, that works. Three days on, two days off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so excited to see the show. It's going to be an MNO for me. It's for really sure. my first, like, big night out. We had a little girly dinner on Saturday night. I got out of the house, and we just went to dinner, and it was so stunning. It was so nice. And you had a glass of wine. I had a glass of wine, really nursed it. I was really just, like, there to stuff my face, though, yeah. because... I haven't, I went to a restaurant a few weeks ago, but before that I haven't been to a restaurant since September. And like, I miss restaurant food. Like I miss getting something right when it comes out of the kitchen, not when it was biked up 40 minutes and delivered to me later as a piece of slaw. No, and it's like a gorgeous choreography. Like there's bread. We were at a Mediterranean restaurant. There was hummus. Then there was the appetizers. Then there was the entrees. Then there was a complimentary dessert that was really fucking good. So it was a a cacophony, a, a symphony. Right. So I really missed the food of dining out so I was just immensely enjoying and it was a great night a great like dipping my toe back in right to the social scene of New York City to the social scene it felt really good to be out but I was exhausted when you got home when I got home so who even knows what Thursday night has in store for me it's gonna be a marathon unwell unwell I just ordered the LV breast pump um which is Oh my God, no, I wish. Oh, I was going to slap you upside the head. I'm like, you are out of control. No, LV. What's LV? It's a brand. E-L-V-I-E. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm dying. No, this but- bitch. I wouldn't put it past you. Like, <laughs> No, if LV if they made one, one, yeah. Who else but me <laughs> would buy it? No, the LV. So remember how I had to bring like my whole machine in here the other yeah. day? This one is just like two little things that you like sticking your body. Like I could be pumping right now oh. and you wouldn't even know. So I think if it comes in time, like that's what I would bring to the show. show. You could pump back Stage. I could pump backstage, but I also don't want to bring my briefcase with me. No, 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 no. You can't bring your briefcase with you. But I did tell you you should leave a pump at the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Leave a fridge. Do, yeah, I could do that too. Uh but let's I'm gonna see how this goes and that way I could have more longevity. Okay, also, if you give me enough time, I can order a pump on Amazon and have it in the dressing room so you could just like have it there. That's so nice and so permanently. cute. But I could I, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about me. Okay. You have enough on your plate. No, I'm so excited. I'm also doing a show Wednesday night 
at like a, a smaller venue, Chelsea Music Hall, just because I've been off the road for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. I got a, you know. You're a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. And there was a bunch of toasters who couldn't make it Thursday night. So now we're doing Wednesday night. Small little show, Chelsea Music Hall. It's sold out. I apologize for like bringing it up. Um, so I'm excited. <laughs> it's like a big week, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a it's, lot. It's like a big week. It's big week. It's my show. It's Snatchler's birthday. Mm-hmm. I just have like so many social events I was invited to. Then it's Mother's Day. Like, is everyone else feeling like it's been so... Oh my god, my eye does not stop twitching. Like Maybe for the it's last the forty-eight hours, You're like Kyle from Summer House. But I'm really not stressed. I'm actually feeling quite good, honestly. Maybe it's subconscious. It's your subconscious saying we're stressed. It was happening to me in my sleep last night. Speaking of things that happened to me in my sleep last night, I want to shout out to everyone in New York City who presumed we were under attack in the middle of the night last night because there was the most thunderous thunder that ever thundered. It was so scary. It didn't sound like traditional thunder. It was not like other thunder. So I was like, what is that sound? It sounded like a cannon. In the words of Luke Combs, rain was driving thunder lightning. Lightning, right, exactly. Speaking of Luke Combs. Speaking of Luke Combs, we're, wait, no, the we're thunder, killing the transitions today. I know, the thunder was really so scary. Crazy, the thunder from down under. Uh, not as good as that show. Waking yeah. up in the middle of the night from the weather elements. But uh, I do, am I so bizarre that like, I like when it's, rains on the weekends and it's nice during the week because I feel other people are the opposite but like I during the week like you have to leave your house to go to work and stuff so I would like pleasant weather for that yes but if it's raining on the weekends like you're kind of forced to stay inside and have a cozy vibe I completely agree when it was Monday morning and it was raining I was like darn 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 no and like in in my sleep I heard the rain so I'm like oh it's Sunday night when we wake up it's like gonna be Monday and disgusting outside I'm like oh this sucks but if I heard the rain on a Saturday night (gasps) I would be like this is so cute so cute gorgeous I agree with you. Even though like nice weather on the weekend is nice like for an alfresco for normal people. dining for normal people. But I agree completely. Okay, great. Also, allergy season is here. So make sure to take your allergen. And you know, Ben Soffer is a really big advocate of Walzer. Do you know what that is? No. So obviously Ben loves a Zyrtec or as he weirdly pronounces it, Zyrtec. Um, but that shit is like low-key expensive. And Dwayne Reed makes a brand... It's called Wall Dash Zert. It's like Walgreens Zyrtec, but it's mm-hmm. like generic and it's like so much cheaper. And ben, that's all Ben buys. So if you're feeling like you don't want to keep spending money on Zyrtec, check out Walzer. Oh, interesting. I think Zyrtec is a good investment because it really does the job. Walzer and is the same chemical components. It's the difference. Right. I didn't know about that, but like I've never lamented spending the money on Zyrtec because it's the difference between being miserable and it's being It's the difference okay. between life and death. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Luke Combs. Yeah. Stagecoach happened this weekend and we have to talk about it. We need to just put it out there. So Let's that just we like can, get over so it. So we can move on from it. Obviously, Snatchler was our correspondent on the ground. And if you were watching her stories, like you got you know, the gist of what you were missing out on. And so, of course, I'm feeling deep FOMO about Luke Holmes. I was watching her stories this morning, and and as I've said for months, like, that is what I miss most in this world of, like, being pregnant. It's not that I miss not drinking. It's not that I miss sushi. It's not that I miss this or that. I miss going to a concert, specifically Luke Holmes or Rascal Flatts, and just, like, how my serotonin levels go through the roof. Yeah. And even watching her stories, I was just, like, feeling that way. And I will fly to South Carolina to go to a Luke Holmes concert because he's not coming back to New York. Yeah. And I need to see Luke Holmes in in the next three to four months or else I will spontaneously combust. I am so here for you. I will accompany you 100%. It was really hard to watch Margot's content. And, like, while I was so happy for her, what you may not know is, like, Counselor went. Oh, man, my eye's twitching again. Because you're stressed. I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. I'm really I'm not fucking stressed. Um, it was hard to see Margot go because Margot took um, my tickets. Yeah. That she, you thrust upon her. That I, I literally, I organized these tickets like almost a year ago. Like the second that they announced the lineup, I was all over getting myself good tickets. I gave her my tickets. I had searched for homes. She, she used one of those homes. She took my car and driver. Like she took everything for me. And just seeing all of my planning going into someone else, like having the most amazing time. That was tough. She took my parking pass. Like, it was tough. Yeah, you gave her all those things. She didn't ask for them. No, I um, gave them. I gave them. You made them. the right decision, you know, for your career. Yeah. And just as an adult woman and everything that you have going on. Up until, like, a week and a half ago, I was going to go, even though a part of me knew that, like, I really shouldn't. Right, because, like, you don't, you're performing at MSG. Like, you can't be. No, and I would be hung over on a six-hour flight right now, getting in at, like, 10 p.m. With dust in your lungs. It's just not where you're supposed to be. No. There will be other stagecoaches. I know, but like, but like it doesn't one, feel that way. I know. And this one, not only was Luke Holmes everything that you could ever want him to be, but I didn't anticipate how I would feel about Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Underwood. Me too. I mean, I'm such a Carrie girly. I've always like been a huge fan of her. She has a new song, new album. I'm listening to it. But I've, and I've seen her in concert, but I just didn't 
think about what a show-stopping performance she was going to put on. You didn't realize the magnitude. The magnitude, how I know every song of hers, backwards and forwards, how, like, so many songs, there's so many highs and so many, like, you know, good lows. That yeah, like really the anthem. Have you in your feelings, like, See You Again, yeah. which said that she was crying Cry during pretty. that song. Cry pretty. Cry um, pretty. Uh, something in the water. It's just, like, an experience, a roller coaster of emotions, and I would have absolutely loved to have been there. Yeah, me and too. now I would like to go see Carrie on tour. I don't know where she's going. I don't know where she's coming. I don't know where she's going. Right. But I would like to be there. I know she was doing some time in Las Vegas because Rach Parcell took a girls weekend. <gasps> Fun. To, with her girls. And they Fun. went to see Carrie Underwood because she knows how to live. Yeah, Rach Parcell knows how to live 100%. So maybe that's what's in store for us, a girls weekend. Or even, I was thinking with Haroldson, like everything's difficult. Even if it was just like a 24-hour girls night. Yeah. I think that's what Rach did. 100%. I mean, Rachel's in Utah, which is and much closer. And she flew part of it. So. Oh. Hmm. Okay, we'll start saving up. We'll start saving up. Th- those are my two, like, big things that I want to do by the end of the year. I want to see Luke Holmes and I want to see Carrie Underwood. All right, I can make that happen for you. And if the Rascal Flats want to uh, bring back their legacy tour. The Rascal Flats. Yeah, because remember they were supposed to go on tour. Yeah, of course. One last farewell tour before they split up. And COVID ruined it. And that's not right. It's so unright. There's nothing like the serotonin levels at a Rascal Flatts concert. I agree. It's a peaceful place. It's like really mixed bag of people. But at the end, it's just good-hearted people listening to good music. Amazing music. So I'm happy for the snitch. It was was tough to see. It was tough to watch. Every morning I was like, all right, I had to prepare myself. I'm like, let's get through Margot's stories from last night so I can just move on with my day. Especially because like if we went, or if I went this year, like I wouldn't have done it like she did because she's, you know, running a marathon and she's like you know, very strong. Mm-hmm. I would have just went for the evening. Yeah, of you course. You know, had a day in Palm Springs, maybe hit the spa, yeah. like have cool. lunch, yeah. and then go to the concerts at night. So to everyone who went, we're like super happy for you. Um, but and other than that. Carrie Underwood brought out Axel, Axel Rose. Rose. Take me down Which to the I, Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, won't you please take me home? I thought it was a great choice because I imagine there were a lot of, you know, big, strong men there who were like, no, cry no, pretty, really? No, and like <laughs> with women in country, like people are always like, that's not country, even though it like obviously is. So it was like a good fuck you to those people. No, it was like a, like something for everyone. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if there had been like a really m- masculine targeted Headliner, I would have hoped that they would bring out like Shania Twain or something. Right, right. And, um, oh my God, my eye. And he sang the Stepbrother song. Yes. It's so funny ha, how, like, ha, 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 you, by the way, in ha, the car scene, you are the little son. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Derek, obviously. You, there's no one who's more Derek y than me. Than her. It's actually funny how, like, that song is like the, one of, like, probably the biggest songs in music history. And, like, now it's ruined. It's no, and it's not even known as like a bop. It's known as a song from Step Brothers. No, and it's like when you sing it now, you sing it badly, like flat. Derek. So, so flat. flat. What am I paying eighteen hundred dollars a week for voice lessons for? So iconic. I honestly feel like Derek was misunderstood. <laughs> you would feel that way because also eighteen hundred dollars is a lot of money for your kid to be flat. No, it was his wife. <laughs> and you're right. Eighteen hundred dollars, and like there's no improvement. <laughs> That's just a bad investment. That's just a bad investment. Yeah. Um, But we have an amazing show for you guys. It's Monday, so of course we are going to be unburdening ourselves at the end of the episode. And if you ever want to write in and unburden yourself with something really embarrassing that happened to you over the weekend, it's unburdenyourselves at gmail.com. Unburdenyourselves at gmail.com. Did anything embarrassing happen to you over the weekend? Great question. You were... Pounding down the martinis. I was drinking like an animal. sorry. On Saturday night. I was just happy to be out with my sister Jackie. Of course. Um, No, nothing embarrassing now that I think about it. Yeah. I smoked pot at the end of the night and I was like, kind of like, I don't really love smoking pot. Like I get like really like anxious. No, there's a time and a place and it's only at Coachella. A hundred percent. So I was like in this bar and I was like kind of freaking out. I'm like, Ben, can we please leave? Yeah, no. And then he took me home and like we ate diner. And then I was enjoying being high when I was in a safe space. Well, you can enjoy. But that's the thing about like people are like high and eating. It's like eating is fun when you're sober too. No, but it's much more fun when you're high. No, it's it's the peak of life when you're like you don't need to be high to enjoy food. No, no, I do not need to be high (laughs) to enjoy food. But it's an added layer of fun. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, that's really what I did this weekend. Nothing else except just preparing, you know? Very nice. Also, today is Zach's birthday, so happy birthday, happy birthday to Zoe. my husband, even though you're not going to be watching this. And is your Rose your husband? My Rose is my husband. That's what I thought. Okay, just double checking. <laughs> Without further ado-do-do-do-do, here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Why did you laugh? I was going to bother everyone and get Where back. are you? I, no, I was going to like ask how Dew is doing. Yeah. But we have so much to do today that... We have so much to do. And I know Dew is great. Always. I know that he's like feeling really well post-surgery. Mm-hmm. Like he's come out the other side. Yes. And so that's that on that. But one more housekeeping item that we do need to talk about is your vlog. Yes. That you put out on Friday. I mean, you talk about it because the boys were in the background being so, so cute. fucking cute. I put, I begrudgingly put together for the final episode of the month on Patreon, a spring clothing haul. Cause I did one last year and like, I didn't know if it was going to be well received. And like, I think people regarded it as like their favorite episode of all time. So I had recently gotten like so much new clothing for spring. And I was like, ugh, like I really should do it. Even though I hate, but the people hauls. love, trying on clothing I was getting so sweaty and like my apartment was becoming a mess and like nothing was fitting right so like it just is like it's a it's a stressful situation maybe that's why I have an eye twitch because of the stress (laughs) um but I put it together and you know the reviews again are beyond rave so that's patreon.com slash morning toast we had five amazing episodes this month we had the spritz taste test with Jackie we had that spring clothing haul a bunch of podcasts dear toasters meet the redheads oh yeah so So patreon.com slash morning toast if you sign up now you can get access to all those episodes from this month and then every episode we've ever done in the last like three years so it's a lot it's a lot. Speaking of the redheads, we're recording the new episode tomorrow. Drops on Thursday. The book is trash. I so think we need to talk about something. The redheads choices. Yeah. I know. We're a zero for three. Yeah. And that's like unacceptable. I know. But that's, it's the blessing and the curse of the redheads. It's like when we all discover a new book together, it's so wonderful. But because no one reads it before, and that's like what's beautiful about it. Right. It's fresh. It could happen where, you know, we choose a couple dogs and that's what's happened. Now I am the next choice and I will be choosing a book that is a bestseller that has, I know Kenzie Elizabeth already read it and she said that she really liked it and she was in a book like me because she's actually the only person who reads more than me. Mm-hmm. So I trust her. So I know what I'm choosing next. It's as, it. If it's bad, then I give up. Yeah, okay. You know, but it's like some people. I'm sure a lot of people have already read it. That's how much fanfare there is around right. it. Okay. So um, I apologize, but also, as you know, the worse the book, the better the episode. Hundred percent. Um, and speaking of hundred percent, today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Peloton. Peloton has thousands of live and on-demand classes. So you can always keep it fresh. From cycling and strength training to yoga and running, you can experiment new types of movement, judgment-free, at a level and pace that feels good for you. And Peloton is great because it can fit perfectly and seamlessly into your life. Maybe you're looking for a 10-minute upper body stretch between calls or a 40-minute run before bed. Peloton works with your schedule, whether you have five minutes or an hour, and you'll never have an awkward encounter in the locker room ever again. So much like about gym culture is so deeply uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. and that's why Peloton is the brand for us, because you do everything from your house. And we're quickly turning into agoraphobes and that's fabulous that works for us I love my Peloton I'll never forget when I first got a Peloton it's like you're doing a 45 minute spinning class I used to go to a spin class and it would be an over an hour endeavor because you have to get there you have to change you wait on the bike like now it's like I have a hardcore 45 minutes and I'm making the most of it these days my favorite thing to do with my Peloton app is to do the treadmill workouts Olivia Motto is my favorite instructor on the treadmill I just am in like a running state of mind I think it's such a great workout of course I still love my bike but I love switching it up also a bike boot camp Cody Rigsby does a little mix bike boot camp mm. so it's on the bike and off the bike you're working everything to the soundtrack of little mix it doesn't get better yeah Peloton is known for like their artist spotlight series and they have really good music um and right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton the Peloton bike plus is now $500 less it's the best price yet including free delivery and setup whoa and there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton bike and the Peloton tread hey visit onepeloton.com to learn more that's o-n-e peloton p-e-l-o-t T-O-N.com to learn more. Thank you, Peloton, for sponsoring today's episode. Thank you. And if you want to follow me on Peloton and see all yeah. of the classes that I do, my username is Jackie O-W. Jackie, Jackie Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like a Peloton influencer. Like, I don't want to brag or anything. But You're like weirdly like such a niche influencer on random platforms. Goodreads and Peloton. Yeah, and I'm proud of that. I mean, you should be. I think like, you know who's a really big Peloton influencer? Who? Teddy Mellencamp. Oh, I could so see that. She's like, you know, 
fitness queen. Yeah. Cool. And she like Peloton. Last time I like looked at her profile, she Peloton. She's done like thousands of classes. Wow. I think I've done like 200 something. That's a lot. Yeah. Considering I got it two years ago. Right. Just something cute about me. Okay, let's get into the stories. There's a lot to discuss, and it starts with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson making their red carpet debut at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Before we dive in, I just want to say there is a lot of Kardashian news, but we have made it one story, and the other four are not Kardashian-related. And the other four just pale in comparison. I'm sorry. Obviously. Kim and Pete, White House Correspondents, din-din. Not only did they walk the red carpet, she posted the photos. Not only did she post the photos, they look amazing together. I'm obsessed with this dress. Yeah, and it's very just, like, gorgeous, period. It's, like... Glamorous. Gorgeous, glamorous, not, like... I mean, it is high fashion, but it's not, like, you know, avant-garde. We don't understand it. Right, you need to, like, squint. Her wearing black tie. Okay, but I have some thoughts. Okay. I think, like, them making their red house... Red house? What? Red carpet debut at the White House Correspondents' Dinner is, like, kind of lame, only in the sense that, like, the Met Gala is literally today. It was one day's difference. And I just don't understand. It almost felt, like, intentional. Like, she didn't want to have the debut at the Met Gala. Right. Because she went to this event that, like, no offense. Like, who cares? Right. And also, it's like, she didn't want to have the debut at the Hulu premiere. But why? Right. I feel like sometimes you just get these ideas into your head. Like, oh, I don't want to make the Hulu premiere about my relationship. It was about her relationship anyway at the Hulu premiere. Like, where's Pete in the background of all these pictures? Yeah, they should have done it at the Hulu And thing. people were living for it. So I don't think it would have taken away from the show. I think maybe they don't want to do it at the Met because I'm sure her outfit, whatever. Speaks for itself. Yeah, and it's going to have to be standalone. Yeah. And it, Maybe they won't even walk together because it's just like her outfit is so iconic. We also need to talk about the rumors swirling about that her she's outfit. wearing Marilyn Monroe's uh, "Happy Birthday, Mr. President" dress. Right, because people are have been tracking her jet. Her jet has been in Orlando. the The dress is at Ripley's, believe it or not. She's been to Orlando, I think, now twice. Yeah. Um, yesterday and, included. Yes. Perhaps to pick up the dress. She also said said in an interview that she would be going to the Met depending on whether or not she fits into the dress. It cannot be altered. This would make sense. She cannot alter this relic. And she definitely looks like she's lost like a like a good amount of weight. She looks really small. Yeah. Um. But I don't know how she's getting that ass into that dress. I just want to say like <laughs> she like that that ass like Marilyn Monroe like actually Marilyn Monroe was curvy. And I imagine the dress is like a little bit of elasticity, but like that ass is interplanetary. Like, I don't think it could just fit into that dress. Right. Which is why it's been up in the air until now. And she really can't do any alterations. I'm imagining that she's gotten into it because they were there yesterday. Mm -hmm. That would be really crazy if she can't go because she couldn't get into the dress. And I'm sure she knew exactly what goals she would have to hit to make it there. And I agree. She looks extremely slim and trim. But, you know, how is that the theme? Because the theme is Gilded Glamour, the American lexicon. Gilded Glamour is like 1800s. Yes. Well, it's American lexicon with American senior lexicon with a focus on Gilded Glamour. So, yes, she's not dressing like Alva Vanderbilt. But the dress is gilded, gilded. glamour. Like it is, you know, sparkle and shine. Right. So she will be in theme. And also, like, do you think she's going to do her hair? Like, well, that's what I was going to ask next. And we are going to do a story about like Met predictions later in the show. But I was going to ask, do you think that she's going to go blonde for it or she's going to do classic Kim? I think she's going to do classic Kim because I think the. The, the message. message of this outfit is like Kim is the new age Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Like she is, she is a sex symbol. She's our it girl. Yeah. So I think she's gonna have to make it her own. Like what? I don't know what you would consider her signature hair. I would love if she just did like long, big volume waves. Me too. I was thinking the same thing because that's so sickening. Yeah, and I don't think she's gonna do like short blonde Marilyn because then she's just in cosplay. No, and like Billie Eilish did that literally last year at the Met Gala. Yeah, and it's just a costume at that point. I think she needs to make it her own like, hello, I'm Kim Kardashian, the modern Marilyn Monroe. Do you get it? Yeah. Um, But back to White House Correspondents Dinner. I just don't know why this was the venue of choice because like it wasn't like a big, she made it news. Otherwise, I don't think I even would have known that this event was going on. Agreed. She made it news and also like the footage of them like walking through this conference center in her sparkly gown. It's just like bizarre like that conference center was extremely low budget agreed what is kim doing there no i was like this is giving bar mitzvah and it was like really not the vibe for her stunning dress it's not the vibe stop Stop. so i was confused about that honestly but of course i was so happy to see them finally making their debut like him and his vans like i can't like I wasn't and I thought like, he looked really good. I mean, it's hard to measure up to Kim and it's hard to be, you know, her arm candy. But she's obviously 
influencing him. Especially after Kanye, who was, you know, who is fashion and mm-hmm. is always trend setting. And I thought he looked very sharp, like him, and he looked like himself. He didn't look stupid. He didn't look like he was trying to be someone he's yeah. not. And I thought they looked like a, a very glamorous couple. I agree. And I loved this look for Kim because I think a lot of people like are waiting for Kim in terms of fashion to like fail in the sense that like, you know, she's nothing without Kanye and like she was the muse. And and this is just like so glamorous. It's so effortless. It's so fresh, fashion, delicious that it's like Kim on her own and Kim with Kanye, like style icon, both girls. <sighs> The red carpet looks from Kim have been really, really great ever since mm-hmm. Kanye. Those haven't suffered. But I will say some of the day-to-day looks have. Okay. You saw that outfit with the fuzzy glasses and the flames? No. Hold on. Where was she? I think she was just, like, going to lunch with her sisters. The fuzzy glasses? No. If you, Oh, here it is. I don't know how you missed it. Let me see. <laughs> One second. I need to... Ooh, <laughs> it's giving Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It's giving, yeah. Guy Fieri. It's, it's not good. That's really bad. And but so, every it girl is entitled to, you know, when you're that into fashion, like sometimes you just can't see, like, something isn't avant-garde, it's just ugly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was just a classic case of, like, is it avant-garde or is it ugly? I mean, that's literally horrible. She looks and I'm like, sorry, Kanye would never. Never. The glasses, she looks like... um a character on Sesame Street. It's horrible. Yeah. So I saw that and that was disheartening. Everyone's entitled to make mistakes, normalize doing bad at work sometimes. Yeah. Um, But I do think that there is a change without Kanye. Some good, some... I think her red carpet looks have been like so, so glamorous. And her red carpet looks have been more just like... Mainstream. Ready to wear. Yeah. You know, less like, okay, I need to conceptualize and understand and have a degree in fashion history. Right, to like the senior American lexicon. Right, which is why I'm excited to see what she wears to the Met tonight. If it is Marilyn, it's going to be gorgeous no matter what. But like last time she was, you know, the definition of I need a degree in fashion history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Now, two more things we need to talk about the Kardashians before we go into the next story. The first is Pete was spotted with a new tattoo. And... And it's weird. And it's weird. So the tattoo is the letters K-N-S-C-P. Which everyone has surmised is Kim North St. Chicago Psalm. And I just want to say, I'm just, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I, I think, think it's, it's inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate. I think it's bizarre. It's not appropriate boyfriend behavior. I might even still think it's weird if they got married, unless they were married for like 50 years. But like, I don't know. I mean... I've never dated someone with children, so you maybe, if someone in the comments has, let me know. Like, I feel like this is crossing a line. Agreed. I, I think it, once they're married for 20 years, like, at the 20-year mark, like, you could do this. Yeah. But to be dating for seven months and also having such beef with the, the children's dad. father, yep. it is not right to me. I just saw it, and, like, up until this point, everything that I see from them, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. This, I was like, hmm. No. Interesting. Not sitting right with me. Yeah. If I'm Kanye, I'm pissed. pissed. It's inappropriate. It's weird. It's too much. But again, there's not any like full confirmation that that's what it is, even though like it obviously is. But what is. else is it? I don't know. It's not the vibe. Stop. Uh, I'm not into it. I just want to say, even though like, you know, I would like blow smoke up these two's ass like so hard. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Agreed. Too much. Too soon. Too far. Dial it down. Agreed. Next up in our Kardashian subset, Kylie Jenner shared that she gained 60 pounds during her pregnancy with baby number two. So Kylie posted to her story on Friday a video of herself working out, and she said, gained 60 pounds again this pregnancy. I'm down 40 pounds, just trying to be healthy and patient. Walking slash Pilates is my favorite combo. So when I saw this, I was so... Shook. Shook in like such a positive way. Like, it really resonated with me because obviously, and I've spoken, I mean, I'm on my own journey mm-hmm. postpartum, and nobody really talks numbers. A hundred percent. And there's been a few times where, like, I've wanted to, but I don't, you know, I don't want to be toxic or anything. Right. You know, I'm just trying to be patient. But, like, it is helpful to see some Other stats, people's progress, yeah. Other people's progress. And, like, Kylie, like, she, like, 
I mean, we've seen her doing press and stuff, and she looks so amazing and so gorgeous. So I've just been like feeling like, oh, you know, my snapback is just a little right. bit slower. But seeing her just like put some numbers, some cold hard numbers to it, just really made me feel very seen. Seen. I it felt so relatable, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Even if I was like more or less, like it's like okay, everybody is just doing, doing their, their best. best. And we just have to be patient. Yeah. And it will come. And like with Kylie, I think sometimes it feels like, you know, because she doesn't show up. She's not on Instagram every single day. She'll take like a month off and then show up looking snatched and we miss all the hard work. Right. And so it's easy to feel like small by that in that sense. But this time around, she's been like very open about her struggle. And I think it's actually um, been so great for a lot of women. Yeah. It it really made me feel really... um, like, I guess less alone yeah. would be the, the, I don't know, it just, like, it, it resonated with me. And I think it's, like, on Instagram, it's become, like, taboo to talk about. Yeah. Because it's, like, I guess saying you want to bounce back is, like, toxic diet culture. I don't know. I can't really follow, like, all of the, oh. all of the controversy. <laughs> but, like, there's always, like, drama. Everyone's always, like, coming for everyone when they're talking about their snapback journey. Right. But, like, if you want to snap back, like, mm, it's a free country. Right. And it's not just about, like, the numbers or just wanting to lose weight. It's just, like, about being feeling like yourself Mm -hmm. you know and like I have a closet full of clothes that I can't wear I'm wearing clothes that aren't you know the things that I would like want to be wearing yeah and I don't feel like myself yeah I'm looking forward to when I can feel like myself again so I just thought that was really cool Cool. of her to share and also it does feel like especially with like celebrities models you know all these people it feels like everyone like gets pregnant has just like a belly gives birth and then like the basketball you know and so when she's like I gained 60 pounds and I'm like oh okay so, so did I. <laughs> no, I, I, but also, like, I'm a lot shorter mm-hmm. than her, so it's, like, not comparable. But, you know, I didn't just gain a belly. I right, gained no. legs. I gained arms. No, like, you didn't just – well, how big was Harry? Seven pounds, 14 ounces? You didn't gain seven pounds. No, exactly. So I just – for all of our postpartum mamas out there, I just, you know, hope that we're all just like, okay. Yeah, you know? totally. She's really becoming, like, a postpartum Relatable icon. queen. I'm living for it, and I'm just so glad – to I be know, postpartum with her. I know her. that you're, like, so happy to be alive in the time of Uber. Like, I'm yeah. so happy to be postpartum in the time of Kylie. I, I hear you. Especially when she's sharing, like, she is So sharing. deep, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Are you ready for our next story? Yes, ma'am. A little publishing news. OK Magazine ends their weekly publication, becoming the first celeb title to tumble. Now, this is, like, half the story okay magazine is stopping their print magazine after 17 years they will be going fully online they will continue to publish occasional special issues and their website which is owned by a different company from the print edition Mm. and will stay online you know it does feel that way now that they say that like i do feel like okmagazine.com is so different from what you see in the airport yeah i mean they're both like tabloid trash but Actually, I'm not really seeing what you're seeing. How, how do you feel they're different? Like, when you see the magazine in the airport, it's like, Kim and Pete are married secretly right, in Hawaii. Vegas, right. like, and then when you go to their website, it's like, Stassi Schroeder opens up. Yeah, about yeah. it's like a, a classic yeah, internet just me, like conglomerate. Content uh, curator. Curator, yeah. You know? but, in the, but they don't have, if you go to okmagazine.com, it's not like Brad and Jen are getting back together. That's again. true. It's not like the typical tabloid like, that we know. Yeah. yeah. Their website is very wholesome. Yeah. You know, like Teresa Judah shares her favorite recipes. Yeah, totally. So it does feel like they're separate. But it does feel like the end of an era. Like for as long as I can remember, especially as a kid, like I'm always purchasing like a million magazines before a flight because I like to do the crossword puzzles and I just like to look at the pictures. So this is truly the end of an era. And I, I don't know, is In Touch next? Life and Style? Yeah, I don't know. It will, be t- it will be weird not to see those girlies up on the shelves. I know. But times change. Right. And I think this is indicative of how like we're consuming different media. I mean, of course, like we're all online, but I do also think less people are falling for like Brad and Jen are getting back together. Right, again. right. You know? Yeah. And I think it's high time, like, these out-of-control tabloids with, like, their actual fallacies have real consequences. I'm surprised they even made it this far. I'm actually starting to feel like these magazines are, like, a front business. Because I don't know, but think who about, the fuck is buying them? I don't know, but someone has to be buying them because they're sold everywhere. As, no, I know. Like, newsstands, um, 
grocery stores, airports, like they're everywhere. So there is a market for it. No, you guys, who's buying these magazines? Because not only like is everything a lie, but you can get it on your phone. So I, I do buy for free. I do buy magazines when I'm in a airport. I buy magazines at the airport, but I don't buy in touch star i do no i buy people because they have the best crossword and because like you'll get some heartwarming stories you know i always buy people but i'll I'll grab two or three other ones for another crossword puzzle and just for pictures i'm not reading it and being like oh my god brad and jen are getting back together i'm reading it like oh cute picture of jen i like her hair you know you didn't already see it like no scrolling maybe but it doesn't bother me like on a plane i'm desperate you know yeah i'm desperate but I, i i do have a a bar Mm -hmm. and it doesn't meet that bar well it's truly the end of an era yes though it's not really going to change the magazine landscape because there are so many other ones that will be on the shelves you won't even notice it's gone no a hundred percent are you ready for our next story yeah elizabeth moss is calling scientology quote misunderstood Scientologist Elizabeth Moss thinks that people have the wrong idea about the highly controversial religion. She said, it's not really a closed off religion. It's a place that is very open to like welcoming in somebody who wants to learn more about it. I don't think. I think that's the thing that is probably the most misunderstood. Right? No, no. I don't think we're all against Scientology because we feel they're closed off. Yeah, no, she did an interview with The New Yorker, which was published on Friday. She said that she can't control how the public perceives Scientology and that she can only share her own experience. She said, people can obviously hold in their mind whatever they want to, and I can't control that. If it's not that, it's going to be something else. I mean, it's high time she is, like, addressing this because as much as Handmaid's Tale is, like, a great show, it's unbelievably weird, the similarities between uh, the guild, what's it called? Like, the... I don't want the... The Gildan? The Glado? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what the government is called in, like, this new America in Handmaid's Tale. The Gildan or something. And a lot of the practices are eerily similar to just, like, the vibe of Scientology. Like, you can't really leave. They Gilead. Take Gilead, Gilead. They're like, you know, it's... So it's... Even though she's giving nothing in this interview, it's high time somebody asks these fucking questions. Because it's weird. And as Claudia would say, it's high time. It's high motherfucking time. It's the time is high, but I'm holding on. I'm gonna be your number one. I'm not the kind of girl who gives up just like that. Oh, no. I have a different song in okay, my heart, go. which is why I couldn't join you because I needed to keep it yeah, in my yeah. head. It's high time. I know what you're singing, but those notes. I think it was good. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. Time for a cowgirl. It's probably more like this. It's high time. That's good. That's a cute song. It is a cute song, and it is high time. It's high motherfucking time that Elizabeth Moss addresses this. I had to stop watching Handmaid's Tale because it was so terrorizing. And I'm (laughs) thinking to myself, like, I'm in control of my own life. I can stop watching this show. Mm -hmm. And And then I decided to do that. Sometimes you also have to do that with books, but it's harder because then you don't get to check it off on Goodreads. 100%. But no one's tracking what shows you didn't finish. No, and it's just... um, Maybe I should read Handmaid's Tale. But again, like, why terrorize? It's so upsetting. Like, it's really, really upsetting. Setting. Maybe not then. Especially about like babies. It's like all about babies. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. So like I said, it's high time, even though she really said a lot of nothing. Um, and also she was asked like about the moment, I guess, at like the SAG Awards a few years ago where Leah Remini won. And she, for those who don't know, Leah Remini is like a very outspoken ex-Scientologist. She has a TV show, a podcast, everything. Um, Elizabeth Moss was seen like leaving the room and she said, oh, that was nothing. I was just going to the bathroom. Lies. Drama. Lies. You can't like watch someone you don't like get an award. Right. Grow up. Um, I just like not to be like, you know, against women. I kind of hate Elizabeth Moss. I see that for you. She's just not my favorite. I wouldn't think that she would be. No, not at all. Especially like after Mad Men. Peggy was just nothing of the sort. No, she was like such a, um, she was like a girl boss, but like in the most annoying way. Yeah. Yeah, she was She girl bossed a little too close to the sun, for sure. For sure. When she started stealing clients from Don, like who do you think you are? He like invented you. Totally. 
Are you ready for our next story, a little food news that looks so delicious? Is it the food news that's brought to you by Relief Band? Yes. One in three Americans. One too many of these and you're going to need your Relief Band. Did you guys know that one out of three Americans regularly suffer from nausea? Jackie You're looking at one. Yeah. You're looking right at her. And you've got to check out Relief Band, the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. How it works is that uh, the wristband on your wrist will stimulate a nerve that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach to tell you that you're sick. Um, It's really kind of crazy how fast and effectively this works. I know you get sick in cars. I have a lot of nausea when I get migraines or when I'm hungover. And it's just like the easiest thing. You slap it on and your problems are solved. Yes. And it's just something you should really always have with you when you're traveling. If you're doing like a long car ride, you get nauseous on your phone. Throw a relief band in your purse. Don't wait till you need a relief band. Just have one. Yes. Do not let the fear of nausea prevent you from being present in life's moments. Right now, you can join the over 100,000 relief band users with our exclusive uh, offer just for Morning Toast listeners. Also, the product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and it provides all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. So if you go to reliefband.com and use the promo code TOAST, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping with a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember, it's better to have a relief band and not need it than to need it and not have it. Oof, truer words. Put that on a Ancient proverb. Put that on a Canva Pro card. Next. (laughs) So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-band.com and use our promo code TOAST for 20% 20% off plus free shipping. Wow, my eye twitch was out of control during that ad. Because it was stressful thinking about not having a relief. It's true, it's one. true. Okay, next up, some food news that sounds quite delicious. Krispy Kreme is partnering with Cinnamon Toast Crunch again for mm. new cinnamon milk glazed donuts. Look love, at these bad boys. Love, love, love. And you know what I love? I love stories about Krispy Kreme because obviously someone who works for Krispy Kreme is a toaster. Mm-hmm. And somehow every time we talk about it, the next day, boom, right outside our door, donuts. And that's why we do what we do, you guys. Yeah, that's why we're going to start doing a weekly food news segment. I mean, we already do a food news, but I do feel like if it's not for us, who's going to tell you about these amazing collaborations that are out there? It's true. There's no other show that's dedicated not to letting a- you know who's syncing up and giving you delicious not treats. Not even show because... When you were gone and I was like looking for stories on one day, it was like particularly bleak. And then I was remembering how we just did that Kit Kat blueberry muffin thing. I'm like, oh, let me find some like food news. And I literally Googled food news and I got like delish.com and Bon Appetit like recipes. I was like, no, give me like a an E online for food. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Yeah. Who's tracking these industry breaking collaborations? If I am not for myself, then who will be? That's a great question. Canva Pro, put it on. <laughs> Anyways, the new Krispy Kreme donuts are available for a limited time. They feature a cereal milk glaze made with cinnamon toast crunch. So there's two donuts. One that's just like classic a, glazed, a, a CTC vibe, and the other that's like topped with real cinnamon toast crunch. I think this is an amazing partnership. What was the last Krispy Kreme partnership that we tried? Or we were just talking about Krispy Kreme. No, they're always. Remember we doing... did a mukbang. Oh, was it Oreo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that and just they like seems big so Oreo. obvious, though. Yeah, this seems obvious, too. Oh, yeah, they too. had the big Oreo, and it looked kind of disgusting. Yeah, but they were really good. We tried them. And this sounds like an obvious collaboration as well, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is fucking fire. Like, it's one of the best cereals, and to make it into a dessert, I love. Chef's kiss, compliments to the chef. Compliments to Krispy Kreme for, like, every time they're in the news. Like, remember when they were giving free donuts to everyone who got vaccinated, and then everyone was like... You really shouldn't be doing that. Big yikes. Um, I think they're always in the news and like, got to meet the CEO. Totally. And just, you know, our address hasn't changed. So feel free to drop them over. Tomorrow is good as we recap the Met Gala. Wednesday too. Wednesday too. But no, we're not here Thursday. So they'll go bad. Right, right. So only tomorrow or Wednesday if you want to deliver the donuts. (laughs) Just double, double checking. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? No. Yes. It's the final story. It's a final story. Krispy Kreme slide into my DMs. Pete, that's a weird tattoo. Okay, our fifth and final story is a little Met Gala pregame. Oh, yes. What are we? E, like lead up to the red carpet? Oh, yes, six-hour pre-show. Well, who's going to be wearing what? Who's going to be there? Here's what no, we know. No, but we need to debrief before because it's a lot 
it's overwhelming. Yeah. So here's what we know so far about Met Gala 22. The theme, the guest list. Chloe has already been spotted in New York walking into the hotel. Travis and Courtney are here. Okay, I just want to say that doesn't mean anything because last year Travis and Courtney were there at the hotel in the Mark also. Yeah, they were in New York, but they didn't go. But there was a big rumor that the whole family is invited this year. Yes. I mean, minus Rob. Minus Rob, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And Caitlyn. Right. Fashion's (laughs) biggest night of the year is almost here. After several postponements, we will be back on the first Monday in May. And while the Uptown Ball always delivers spectacular style statements, Page Six is guessing celebrities will go especially big this time around, seeing as last year's event was my Trash. Work, not theirs, a horrible catastrophe. I know. And you know what? Like, it's last year it was like nobody really understood the theme because it was American lexicon. And even this is also American lexicon. It's the same theme, but like with a different subset. The official theme is In America, an anthology of fashion. Last, 2021 was In America, a lexicon of fashion. So they just went to thesaurus.com and right. they changed it. It's based on the two-part exhibition from the museum, the second installation of which will reflect the evolution of American style and also explore the work of individual, individual tailors, dressmakers, and designers as the Costume Institute's head curator, Andrew Bolton, told Vogue. So who is on the guest list? While they do keep it top secret, Page Six Style exclusively revealed that Megan Thee Stallion will attend this year's gala wearing Moschino. Katy Sickening. Perry, she said that she will be going and playing a whole different card this time around. So I imagine something understated. Mm-hmm. Since she's always like the Moschino literal burger, like, the lamp. Yes. Uh, beyond that, the Met Gala, oh, this is just like Met propaganda about okay. who usually goes, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, this year the dress code is all about gilded glamour as the event will ask its attendees to embody the grandeur and a, perhaps the dichotomy of gilded age New York. Well, they Who's should. hosting? Blake um, Lively, Raya Reynolds. Raya Reynolds. I love I Raya. love Raya Reynolds. my favorite Reynolds. dating app, Raya Reynolds. <laughs> Regina King and Lynn manuel Miranda are serving as this year's celebrity co-host. Tom Ford and Instagram's Adam Mosseri and Anna Wintour will continue their roles as honorary Met Gala co-chairs. Now, oh. here's a question for you. If Kim is wearing Marilyn, who is she going with? You know, what table is she at? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like someone, like who, every anyone will have her. Maybe at Instagram, like yeah, maybe or maybe they should. They should really just have a Kardashian table. I agree. Um, maybe it's a Skims table. Love that. Um, okay, so here's predictions. The Mark Hotel is like already popping. People have been standing outside all weekend. Vanessa Hudgens was out taking pictures in front of paparazzi. She's in town, staying at the Mark. Like I have to assume that means she's going, which I just find unique. That would be the first time for her. I. I imagine. I just feel like if you didn't invite her at her Gabriella Montez, then, then you, you don't, don't deserve, deserve her, her at her like, at her e red carpet hosting gig. Yeah, no, that's a really good call. Um, so as far as the Kardashians, I think it's safe to assume that they all are going. I don't know about I mean, Kylie. Actually, was traveling Kylie's, yesterday. Kylie's going for sure. Kylie's going for sure. Kendall and Kim always go, and Courtney and Chloe have never been. Chris always goes. Also, um, I I'm hope really we get a picture of the six of them on the carpet. Yeah, of course. That would be so iconic. Nothing else would matter. I'm really interested to see, like, who from the digital space gets invited mm-hmm. because the way that, like, the Oscars embraced, like, TikTokers was so interesting. And I don't think that the Met will do that. But last year, there was Addison. I do think she'll be going again. She's in New York. There was Emma Chamberlain, who's definitely going again. Yeah. Um, There was... Who else? YouTube. Oh, Jackie Aina, Nikki, Tutorials... So they had a bunch of people, but I'm curious if any of the TikTokers are going to like break through. Charlie D'Amelio, I don't think she's old enough to go. She's 18 now. She's in the Bahamas for her birthday, so she obviously chose not to go. But I don't know what that means for Dixie. I feel like Dixie will go again because she went last year. And she was like sickening. Yeah. So I hope that she does go. I do hope that they bring some fresh new talent. Me too. Like who am I hoping to see from TikTok? Like it's just like obviously Addison, Charlie, like it's so obvious. Like I would really like to see... I don't know, just like a lot of people. Yeah, I hope they bring some fresh faces. Yeah, for sure. And not everyone just like who's a YouTube input. Like, I'm, it's just those days are kind of over. I agree, but also I feel like it's just been the same people at the Met Gala for like the last five years. Yeah. I'm ready for a Taylor Swift moment, and I'm also ready for a Beyonce moment, who both haven't shown up in many years. Do you think either of them will? What is Taylor, what's Taylor Chatter saying? Taylor Chatter is saying that Blake and Ryan are hosting, and the theme is America. And, you know, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Okay. So people are thinking, like, it's definitely a possibility. But I don't know if, if Taylor's at a place where she's just going to an event 
that Kim Kardashian's also going to. Well, I feel like she's not going to not... She shouldn't not go just because Kim's going there. Like, why deny herself a good time? Because, like, she doesn't need it. And also, like, these events from, like, what the insiders say have really become just, like, the Kardashians are the prom queens. Like, right. it's all about them. Right. And they're, like, the toast of the town. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, who's had an amazing year? Well, the Euphoria girlies, we know Zendaya's not going, but hopefully Sydney Sweeney and Alexa Demi are going. Barbie Ferreira was there last year, which is just, like, so weird that she's, like, the only new Euphoria girl who's been, because she's, like, not the most famous. Mm -hmm. Um, but she looked great last year with Jonathan Simkai. I'm just trying to think, like, who do you, who do you think is, like, an it girl of this year? I definitely think Sydney Sweeney's, like, an it girl. Oh, for sure. Let me check who I follow on Instagram. Yeah, that's a good like, call. And who are my new follows. Like, oh, Nicola Ann Peltz is my new follow. Oh, you think they'll be going? Yeah, they went last year. Oh, I love that. Mm hmm I hope, like, I, I do hope to see them. Oh, that's a really good call. I okay. hope Olivia Culpo's going. It's her turn. Oh, my God, totally. Let her in. I hope Rach Parcell is going. Uh, I hope we're going. I hope we're going. Okay, let's see. I hope, honestly, like, um, we get Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. They haven't really left their house in a while. Yeah, but they always do go. And I think she's pregnant. So, actually, I don't think she will be going. Why? Everyone's, like, loving pregnant fashion these days. I know, but, like, I think she's, like, I feel like Rihanna pretty deep will go. in her pregnant. Oh, I would love. No, she's in Barbados to give birth. Like, she's not traveling anymore. But didn't she just go back to L.A.? ASAP Rocky did because he got arrested. I thought he was, she was with him. Oh, maybe. But I, I know, know she wants to give birth in. Right. Right, right, right. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo went last year. She's definitely, like, an it girl. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be going again. Do you think any reality stars would go, like, any housewives? I mean... Honestly, and like, so do you know who? who would, like, kill it at the Met Gala? Yeah. Yeah, she but would. But she's too, like, lowbrow. Yeah. Even on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like, imagine if someone from, like, The Bachelor made it to the Met Gala. So it would have to be someone who's really, like, done a million other things since, since then. Since then, yeah. Uh, who would be the closest to? Like, Tyler Cameron, honestly. Tyler Cameron. It could honestly, happen. I would love to see Paige and Craig. <laughs> I really would. Yeah. She could invite a couple reality stars. No, she's such her. a bitch. It like, wouldn't kill her. No, God forbid her event is like, I don't know, interesting. Just a, like one real housewife. Oh, I wonder if we'll get Willow Pill, who's the most recent winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Simone from like the winner two years ago has become like a fashion it girl. Um, and I don't know. Maybe we'll see that for Willow. But she did just win. So I don't know if that's like too soon. And, like, Lily James. Oh, for sure. She's, like, definitely having a moment. I'm trying... Oh, yeah, especially, like, with Pam and Tommy. I'm trying to think right. of, like, shows that... Like, Beth Dutton should be there. Yeah. Will she be? Some of the Downton people should be there, too, because they're yeah. promoting a they, movie. They might have gone in the past, but because we didn't watch, we didn't care. We didn't care, yeah. You know, and maybe, like, that girl from Gilded Age, Meryl Streep's daughter. Who's Meryl Streep's daughter? Mary Ann. Miss... The one. The blonde girl? Yeah. What? Right? I don't think so. Yes, I'm telling you. No, I know you. Meryl Streep has a daughter, but that... Marianne Brooke. Louise. Yeah, Marianne Brooke. Hold on. Wait, my mind is blown right now. Hold on, maybe I made this Oh, up. also, would love to see Bowen Yang at the Met Gala. Did you hear Meryl Streep is her mom. No. What's yes. her name? Louisa Jacobson. I'm shook. Mm-hmm. Bowen Yang. There. I'd love to see Bowen Yang. Would love to see. I mean, I do feel like SNL is an easy. They maybe like if people, a lot of people Drop RSVP, out. know like they can easily invite cast members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, honestly, Shannon Ford should be going. 100%. 100%. Now that I'm looking through who I'm following, I'm just like unfollowing people left, right, and center. Oh, you gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. That's really funny. Um, like Tanamojo should be there, you know? No, actually. Like <laughs> that, I don't agree with. She should be there. So it, I'm actually really, really like, looking forward to it in the sense like last night, I was like, I wish it was tonight. Like I just want to keep refreshing my phone and like seeing people's. And you know, I'm like really stressed because usually we're always breaking the news of like who's wearing what on the Morning Chess Instagram. Yeah. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, no, we won't be posting any photos, but we will be doing a whole breakdown Episode. recap tomorrow. And I'm really excited. I'm really hopeful and I'm hoping that the fashion is fresh and they give us something like I think as a society if you look around and like even stagecoach Coachella like fashion is in the toilet we are lost I agree and 
if Anna Wintour, like she is supposed to be our fashion steward. Arbiter. And this is the time. Pull us out of this black hole of fashion that we are in. Yeah. The, and and lead us and show us the way because then that's what she's supposed to do. It's like the arbiter of fashion. So this what is your is, time. What is your favorite most recent um, Met Gala theme? I loved Heavenly Bodies. That was good. I loved camp. Like it was oh, yeah. so dumb. It was, no, it was Clown World. It was Clown World, and I loved every minute but of I it because Carly like... Kloss is looking camp right in the eye. Do you ever see that meme? No. Before she left her hotel room, she put a picture on Twitter. It's her looking into a compact mirror, and, the, and like the camera is getting the mirror, so it's her eye. And the caption is, looking camp right in the eye. And then she walks out of the hotel at the mark, and like they show a picture. She's literally wearing like a prom dress. Like It's so ugly. Yeah. And it's the best meme of all time. I do feel like camp was really a sign of the times. It was like peak 2019. Like everything was just like the more, most. More, more. You know, and like everything was, people were moving so fast and quickly and like, it was just very clownish. I enjoyed it. And also, like, the looks that Kendall and Kylie gave us, like... Agreed. Obsessed. But, but you're right. Heavenly Bodies was great. Kim's, like, gold... It's crazy how, like, it's literally Kim's event. And for years, she was literally banned from it. But now, yeah. like, if they don't go, it's beyond uninteresting. I guess they are the reality TV stars there. Oh, duh! <laughs> oh, duh! No, but that just goes to show. So she should invite some more. Look how these girls transformed your event. It's true. I'm like so over Anna Wintour and her closed-mindedness. Like, but, I, but this is an opportunity for her, and not only on the fashion front. Like, I really do hope that we get something sickening. aspirational and inspirational. But I hope on the guest list front. Like, I hope we're seeing people that like she's she could make anyone screw. Like, she's yeah, no tastemaker. The most recent show one, me someone I don't know. The most recent one was like so lame. So especially in terms of the guest list. Like honestly, the Kardashians shouldn't have even went. Like that's so, how lame it was. So so lame. So lame. Only Kim and Kendall and Kylie. Chris went. Kylie didn't go. Oh yeah, yeah. And Kendall actually saved the whole party with that dress. What was she wearing? Like again? the shan she was literally looked like a chandelier. Oh yeah. All crystal. Gorgeous Audrey Gorgeous. Hepburn girly. Gorgeous. That's what Kendall should do. Audrey Hepburn. Because that's also like Americana. Because the theme is the same. Right. Because we're having a redo. That's how terrible it was. Yeah. I'm not understanding like the same theme, but like with one different word. No, because it was terrible. Terrible. Um, so terrible. we will be recapping the entire Met Gala tomorrow. I'm so excited to just like sit on my couch looking fat as fuck, eating chips, criticizing other people's looks that took months and months to prepare for. Because that's just a little bit about me. I'm a toxic girly. And we are not done with the show yet, even though those were the past five, right? We're done? Those were the past five. I do feel as though you needed to know them, especially that Krispy Kreme one. And we are not done because it's Unburden Yourselves time, which is brought to you by Allbirds. Allbirds creates shoes and clothing that are better for you, better for the planet, and using a revolutionary roster of premium natural materials. It's like their popular Tree Runner sneakers. Called the Tree Runner because it's made from eucalyptus tree fiber, which is a lightweight, breathable, and silky soft material. Making the Tree Runner is the perfect everyday shoe for getting the most out of your sunny days. So they're minimal and versatile for effortless everyday style. Everyone loves Allbirds. If you like to run, that's great for you. But if you just need to wear sneakers like to the airport around town, you want to be comfortable. Allbirds are fabulous for that as well. They also are great running sneakers. That's what I wear when I run on the treadmill and they provide a lot of support. They're thoughtfully designed without any unnecessary frills or logos that they go with every outfit. Mm -hmm. Perfect for exploring a new city during the day than exploring a new menu at night. Spend less time putting together your outfit and more time enjoying the sights. That is a slogan I can really get behind. I hate spending time putting an outfit together. Find your new favorite shoes for sunny days and upcoming travel at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Love it. Alrighty, Unburden Yourselves is our weekly segment on Mondays where you can unburden yourselves with embarrassing things you did over the weekend. If you ever want to write in to Unburden Yourself, you can do so at unburdenyourselves at gmail.com. That's plural, unburdenyourselves at gmail.com. Dot com. At twitch.com. My eye does not stop twitching. I think I need to take a nap or something. No, I, right. you slept 12 hours. No, I know. I don't think it was enough. My I'm eye really twitches like if I'm really oh tired. Oh my God, it doesn't stop. Oh, maybe I need to go to the hospital. Okay, first up. <laughs> Claudia and Jackie, thank you so much for taking the time to read this email. I'm a huge fan and I need to unburden myself immediately. Last weekend, I met this cute guy at a bar and we totally hit it off. Fast forward a few hours, I'm at his apartment and it's clear that I'm about to spend the night at his place. But the huge lingering problem is that I really had to poop. I decided just to hold it because the bathroom door was right next to his bed. At 3 a.m., I literally jolted up from my sleep, sweaty and turtle heading, and it was now or never, do or die. My man friend was dead asleep. 
I don't want to know. You don't know turtle heading? I mean, I don't never heard that before, I but imagine, I can surmise. I can. And I don't want to keep. Yeah, keep going. My man friend was dead asleep, so I went to his bathroom and took the most relieving and breathtaking poop of my life. I went to flush the toilet, and this motherfucker would not flush. I panicked and took the plastic packaging of the toilet paper that was under the sink and put it on like a glove. I dunked my hand into the toilet to grab the poop. I went to throw it away, but he had no trash in his bathroom. I don't know why, so I had no choice but to take the wrapped up poop and put it in the cabinet under his sink. I climbed back into bed and was so happy when I saw I was still asleep, but I panicked that 10 minutes later I decided to go back into the bathroom, shove the turd in my purse. I immediately called an Uber and left the scene of the crime. I texted the guy the next morning and said I had a great time but wasn't feeling well, giving him some reason as to why I left. Let's just say that even though this man is my soulmate, I will definitely not be seeing him ever again after this horrendous turd in the purse incident. Sincerely, the most unhinged girl you know. I just have so many thoughts. Like, first of all, your first plan was to take it and put it in the trash can. Why would you leave a dump in the trash can? He's going to wake up and walk into his bathroom and be like, holy shit, that stink. So then you're like, oh, let me put it under the cabinet. Again, not solving your problem. You should have thrown it out the window or something. Yeah, my first question is, was there a window you could like throw it out and he could think like a bear came through? <laughs> right. And I also need to know like, where's the purse? It Obviously, right. you have to burn it, right? What kind of purse? But I do think that you taking it with you is the move. The best. And not leaving it there. But... I mean, does he have any idea that this happened? Like, you could see him again. And then it would be, like, a funny story to tell him, like, once you're married with children and, like, you know, locked in. Right. Now, I've heard a lot of stories about girls who, like, pick their poop out of the toilet. You know what? Actually, I don't really want to go down this road. I'm, I'm going to take back what I said. Thank you for unburdening yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that I, bad I because you didn't you get did, caught. You did what you had to do. You did. And you didn't get caught, which is so important. Yeah. I think it's fine. And I think you can see him again pending like you don't leave any like duty stains all over the house. Yeah. And if he texts you, then like you're, he's fine with it. He's like, going to text you like, hey, skin marks. Yeah. But like if he reaches out, definitely see him again. You went all through, through all this right. for what? Right. Because if you were never going to see him again, then you could have just left the turd in the toilet. And called an Uber. <laughs> totally. Dump and run. Um, okay. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Next up. Wow, someone is unburdening themselves from something they did 10 years ago. It's never too late to unburden yourself. I've been carrying this around for 10 years. Then your new segment on TNN came along, so I'm unburdening myself. Set it down, my friend. My senior year of high school, I fell in love with my English teacher. It's so cliche. Why is it always the English teacher? But I was a full-on virgin with no serious intentions of doing anything. But at the same time, I was seriously obsessed with him. I couldn't shake it. He was 36 at the time and I used to justify that for reference I'm 28 now and I would think that dating someone 36 is way too old for me anyway I would actually have sexual dreams about him and he was like a weirdo like a scruffy older version of Johnny Depp and Willy Wonka Willy Wonka but less so in the look and more in the vibe okay I'm here to reveal that we emailed back and forth my entire freshman year of college. Like, I would be, be out drunk and hook up with, like, a gross frat boy, but also email my teacher on the side. He wanted to meet up once during my Thanksgiving break freshman year. I was so nervous. My hair was sweating. We met up at a park around 10 a.m. We got in his car, and I realized I'm really not cut out for this. I said I had to go to the dentist in about five minutes away. I, in about, I said I had to go to the dentist about five minutes in, and I stopped answering him after that. I was mortified. Who did I think I was? At least I'm not actually that weird. Wow. Felt good to say. Honestly... I don't think you need to unburden yourself. You did nothing wrong. Your teacher's a fucking freak. And you should deadass report him if he's still working at your school, just to be frank. 100%. He's the one who's supposed to, like, know better and not... And good on you for getting in the car and, like, getting the fuck out. Yeah. But I really do think you should, like, anonymously report him because if he's still working at your school, he's obviously, like, a freak. And that's really, like, not good. No, it's not good to have a freak. You have nothing to be ashamed of. Just can't stress that enough. Like, you literally did nothing wrong. Yeah. Please, unbur- like, set There's down no the burden. There's no burden to un. There's no burden to un here. Um, but maybe think about, you know, possibly speaking to the authorities or someone. I mean, it's been 10 years. Oh, right. But maybe teachers stay at schools for a really long time. Yeah, it's called tenure. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you should think about speaking to superiors. Yeah. But, again, you did literally nothing wrong. No. All right, next up. Dear Jackie and Claudia, for the last two weeks, I've been texting this guy I met on a dating app. He asked me to go out on a date with him, so we planned a day uh, and time to meet up. He had confirmed with me the night before that we were still going, and I told him yes. The next day, he didn't text me once, and honestly, I was relieved. The thought of having to take a shower, do my hair and makeup, then have a conversation with someone I've never met before was absolutely exhausting. Just when I think I'm in the clear, 15 minutes before we're supposed to meet up, he texts me, making sure I know the place we're meeting at. I ignore him. <laughs> I ignore him, hoping that he'll just forget about the whole thing, so I don't respond. Then, five minutes after I was supposed to meet him, he texts me again, saying that he's there and that I should text him once I arrive. I feel absolutely awful. I call my 
younger sister and she tells me at this point I should just block his number and forget about it because men are stupid. Then I tell my mom and a couple of my friends and they tell me I just should have been honest. I felt so, so bad for leaving him at the restaurant. I can just imagine him sitting alone at the restaurant waiting for me and it makes me want to vomit. I went to bed feeling like a terrible person and praying that God will forgive me. All my best, a toaster who stood up her date. I just want to say... Um, it's, like I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to make you feel bad, but I'm really disappointed. I'm like you. really upset for this man. Um, and I think you need to start seeking advice from someone other than your little sister because she's dead fucking wrong. Block him. <laughs> he did nothing wrong. <laughs> he did nothing wrong. Like, cause, and it's just like, I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> I don't. But it's not good. It's not good. And, and we, honestly, like, he's probably sitting there wondering, like, did she see me and leave? Like, feeling so self-conscious. And I honestly think, like, if you really do want to unburden yourself, like, you should just send him a text and be like, I got myself into this pickle where, like, I thought we weren't going out, so, like, I didn't shower. And then you were texting me, and I was so worried. Like, I just think if you were honest, it would make him feel a lot better about potentially being stood up, which is just, like, no one wants to feel that way. Um, potentially being stood up. About, no, but, like, potentially thinking, like, when you get stood up, your worst thought is, like, the person drove by, saw you, and left. Oh, I don't even, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I did, and I think that's what a lot of people assume. So he's probably just, like, feeling insecure. So I just think if you really wanted to, like, get rid of this burden, sending him a text with the truth would be nice and maybe seeing him again yeah but you just like i don't know what kind of person you are and and whatnot but you can't complain about being single like ever again if that's your <laughs> approach to dating. that's actually true if that's you your have, approach like, a yeah. nice guy who makes a plan who shows up who follows up and you don't then like you just want to be single so don't go on dating apps. no that's a fair fair statement but i'm like we're not here to judge no but that would be my advice to like i think you would actually feel a lot better if you told him the truth and like got that off your chest because i honestly don't think writing into us is gonna fully un, un the burden no like if it were me this is something for the rest of my life every time i thought about it, i'd be like cringe yeah i would have like a physical i have a few of those yeah of course yeah. and they do get less over the years that you know you start you go from being like to like to be like, yeah, totally. It's like smaller. It's lesser, lesser, but it's still a grimace. It's still a grimace. Um, well, I hope we made you feel better. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and unburdened themselves. Again, if you ever want to write in, every Monday we are doing unburden yourselves at gmail.com. And also Wednesdays are Dear Toasters, and that's deartoasters at gmail.com. And I'm like, I told you, told you guys yesterday, if you keep writing us long ass emails, we're not going to be able to read them. So if you haven't gotten your submission read, might have been because it was too long. So maybe try reformatting it and sending it to us in like a more broken down, like just the need to know details. We need a word count. Yeah. Um, like how many words do you think this is? Because that's the perfect length. Oh, that looks long. No, it's not. 200 words. 250 is your max. Um, that's our show. Our show. No one else is. Tomorrow, Jackie O is back and we're doing a full Met Gala recap. The looks, the videos, the Instagrams, the selfies from the bathroom. Everything the will be recapped. The bathroom. I'm really excited. I'm really hopeful, optimistic that we are going to get something that is going to just like something give us, that we need and give us strength. Inject some adrenaline to the veins of this culture because, like, as a society, we're not well. Truer words, you've honestly never been more profound than that. Inject some adrenaline into the veins of this culture because, as a society, we are not well. No, we're just like desperate and like this. It's it's actually sad, like how much pressure I'm putting on the Macala to make me feel something, and how disappointed we're gonna be when it is what it always. I is. have a low bar, honestly. So like, I feel like you'll be disappointed, but I'll be like, this is amazing. Yeah, but also it's tough with the Met Gala because it's like either people are giving nothing or they're giving like too much and we don't understand it. Camp. And it takes years before I'm like, oh, that was iconic and yeah. I missed it. Yeah. No, I feel that. But that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Show. The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Hit Radio, Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Show. Leave a five star review. That'll be the full signing. That's where we are. You sound like Jim Carrey. What? You sound like Jim Carrey. Oh, comedic genius. Thanks for the amazing compliment the week of my biggest show. Tickets available at girlwithnojob.com slash tour. See you guys at Madison Square Garden on Thursday. Um, have a great weekend. No, no. no. Have a great day. We'll Hope see you. Hope you had a great weekend. You're not having one for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge the space. Acknowledge the space. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.